Blog Talk Radio.
yes indeed every day will be like a holiday i wish we could live that, that way all through our lives but that's not the case we have ups and we have downs well folks today being april 23rd we believe that month is fast and surely coming to me so we will see what we can do. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Entertainment Show. I have Henry, your host, and we're going to be here with you for the full three hours today. As a matter of fact, we're going to go until 12.30. Good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you are. We want to welcome you to this Saturday Morning Entertainment Show. I want to say good morning to Matrice Nisbet, with alongside Lynette Fox over there in St. Kitt and Nevis. So, good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you guys doing? Good morning. Good morning. For you. Good morning, we're fine. Very good, very good. How is it in you guys' neck of the woods? My neck of the woods. Are you hearing me clearly? Yes, very yes. clear. Very good. Okay. I think Kathleen well, should be on as well. Um, she might be listening on her other um, instrument, maybe a laptop, computer, iPad. But she's not in a position to speak. She'll have to call the number. That's folks, 515-605-9850. As I can do the calling for them. So, yeah. We're up off in the morning. We want to say good morning to all the folks out there. Hopefully, we'll be joined by them a little bit later. So, without any further ado, folks, let's do a little housekeeping. Of course, we're going to have our inspirational portion up for the first hour, but we are going to definitely have something on sports and birthdays, anniversaries, and events that would have taken place on this date. Compliment Mr. Audley Watson. Cardinal will be in to bring us up to speed on what's happening there. And of course, we will try to remember His Excellency, the great Vance Amory, who will be laid to rest next week, Saturday. And uh, his body lies in state over there in Nevis. The show will have something to say about that. And uh, any other topic that um, would um, enlighten us and would bring anything to the fore, we just want to make sure that folks are well-informed, they're educated, and, of course, entertained. Marcus, we're going to summon you to say a short prayer to open this proceeding. So, Marcus. Good morning, everyone. And good morning to you, Ivo. Leonard, Cardinal. This morning, we'd like to say, Father... Thank you for bringing us to another beautiful day. We ask that you guide and protect us as we go out our different ways. Heal the sick, help heal the sick, touch the sick. Their bodies from their head to their toe, make them feel much better than they were before. We ask you, dear God, to touch those who are out there trying to be the best that they can be. Give them the strength and courage to face whatever challenges they have. We ask you to bless those in Ukraine. 
you then the strength to lift them up, get them through their endeavors, get them, let them endure what they are going through. We ask you, dear God, to touch all our hearts. Ask you to fulfill our needs. We ask you, dear Lord, to comfort those who are having griefs in their lives today. Their loved ones have gone and they are here left to mourn. So comfort them in a way that only you one can do. Bless the show as we go along through this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for that. Thank you for that. And uh, Lynette, you can tell us a little what's happening in your neck of the woods over there in St. Kitts and Nevis, and by extension, Leeward Islands and other islands. Well, in St. Kitts, it's nice and sunny and bright, but uh, we we are going through a little political ups and downs. <laughs> I'm sure everybody have heard about it. It's all over the news, but we'll get into that later, I guess. Um, yes, sir. And uh, we say, uh, we in 10 days mourning for His Excellency Van Samri. So we have a lot of things going on. But in, in, in all in all, I think it is wonderful. <laughs> okay, very good. <clears throat> like, like you just alluded, we will, we will dive into that a little later and we will bring the folks up to speed and we'll give our opinions and for the folks who want to be a part of the show, it's 515-605-9850. And you see, Colonel is with us. He has not put up his hand as yet, but um, he will bring birthdays, anniversaries, and events that will take place in this date. And of course, he will be serenading his special fans. And along the way, we will tell you where we'll be moving and moving to soon and very soon. So stand by for that. All we ask is that you tell a friend to tell a friend. We are here. We're going to be here until just after 12 o'clock today. Well, one of my favorite favorites, and let us get it starting with this one. There is a candle in every soul, some brightly burning, some dark and cold. There is a Ignites a candle and makes his home. Carry your candle, run to the darkness, seek out the helpless, confused and torn. Hold out your candle for all to see it. Take your candle. She's been 
Phil Thorne, that hummingbird, she really sings well. I must give it to her. Candle, <clears throat> and that candle can be your smile to light up someone else's world. <clears throat> well, I want to apologize to the folks for a late start, half an hour late start this morning. And for the folks who are asking about Leon, yes, he's up and about, and he is on another assignment, but he sends his love. But a time. Well, folks, you know when we play the candle, you know when it's hot, we have to take it from the top. And when it's sweet, we eat. When it's nice, we play twice. So, there is a candle in every soul, some brightly burning, some dark and cold. There is a Ignites a candle and makes his home. Carry your candle, run to the darkness, seek out the helpless, confused and torn. Hold out your candle for all to see it. Take your candle. She's been wrong. 
Yes, indeed. And um, we're expecting to hear from Don and Debbie about 10.45 this morning. And hopefully, Dennis will be standing by to introduce those ladies. But until then, let us see whatever you believe in. I believe I can fly. Yeah. Then I can do it 
the great one, R. Kelly. He believes you can fly. You too can fly if you believe. Well, we're going to round up the inspirational portion here with the Door Brothers. Right about Jesus. Very much alongside the Door Brothers. Jamaica. Leave it. Tell him walk one and Higher and higher. Bless the Lord. Yeah, 
We a pass the clothes, we a check the Messiah brother We not go risk without the spiritual ladder So we a go climb to the other Place where we need to go So everybody get up in a wash your tone Ya get wet up, a time till we set up Ride up be pretty and dress up Fed much your two brothers them set up I'm going higher, get higher St. Matthew, Dua Brothers, Jamaica, Nevis, love you. Yes, indeed, we love you too. <clears throat> and folks, that's exactly where we're going to end the inspirational portion this morning. We're right on top of the hour. <clears throat> and we're going to bring you sports in the Yes, indeed, we 
are going to be rallying around the West Indies because of headline news, the big, big, bold headline news. Kyron Pollard, the white ball captain in both formats, ODIs and T20, has retired from international cricket. He has called it a day. He has called it quits. That's going to make good highlights tomorrow on the cricket show at the club. And so, folks, give in mind, West Indies cricket board, they are looking for a new white ball captain. My best bet is that they will have the continuation of Puran. I'm not too sure about what they were trying there with <clears throat> Mr. Hope, making him the vice captain in the ODI, but it's going to make for good debate. Well, over in England, we know the first-class cricket is continuing over there, and presently we have a match ongoing. Let's see if we can have that. We have Essex. They're coming up against Warwickshire. Of course, Essex batted first. And will bundle out for 168 in their first innings. Warwickshire replied with 385 all out. And in the second inning, Essex, they are on 144 for five. But Dan Lawrence, that's the English um, all-rounder, he just um, gone into back. So all, everything is rest on his shoulders at this time. But Washington, he's on 32 from 58. Going as a good clip, even though it's um, a first-class match. One step down from this cricket, he is really wheeling the willow. <clears throat> so that's it for that. Um, we know the IPL, it's ongoing at this time. We have a match which would have just ended KKR. They would have lost to GT. GT made 156-9 from the 20 overs. And the uh, Kolkata Knight Riders, they were 148 for 8 at the end of their 20th over. Well, another match is in place. We have RCP comes up against the SRH at Sunrisers. They are 5 for 1 already, the Royal Challenger Bangalore. They are 5 for 1, and they're only in the um, second over. And, um, well, we have women cricket. We have Namibia and Zimbabwe. They're playing. And, of course, they're into the sixth match, which is ongoing as we speak. <coughs> um, Namibia, they were bowled out, bundled out. The women were bundled out today for 68. And Uganda women, they are at five for three. Uh, they're three down. So maybe they can save face with that low score 68 by keeping them under 68. But they would have lost badly um, in the fifth match when they were bundled out. Nabia, they were bundled out for 41. Zimbabwe women, they knocked it off in the seventh over. They won 45 for one. Well, we have a live match also going on over here. We have Kent there up against the Hunt. Kent were bowled out for 305. And now in reply, the hands there at 585 for six. And so that is, when you say Hampshire, that's 
Andy Roberts' old team there. So I'm sure they're they're leading by 280 runs at this time. And um, they're going to bring in Cardinal at this time to see if you have anything in sports. If not, we're going to go straight on into him greeting his special fans. And then we'll have the birthdays, anniversaries, and events that would have taken place on this day. Good morning, Cardinal. Yes, good morning. I Good morning to all the fans, friends, and supporters of the Saturday morning entertainment show. Uh, well, we missed out a, a, a week last week. Unforeseen, unforeseen and unfortunate circumstances. Nevertheless, we are back here this week, and I hope the, hopefully the friends are around, you know, having not been disappointed by our non-appearance last week. And uh, I do apologize for that and hoping that we can make up for it today and in the coming weeks. Um, I have no additional uh, information about cricket or sports, for that matter. You you know, the last thing I saw about the, uh, the IPL is uh, um, KKR, the Cotton Knight Riders went down to do, to the Gujarat Titans by eight runs. Agar Joseph holding his nerve in the first in the last over against Russell, who was rampaging at you know forty eight balls, forty eight runs in twenty six balls, and that carried the weight of the Keke innings, were um, which closed and. But um, 148 for 8 of their 20 overs, while the Titans had rumpled to 156 for 9, led by 67 or 49 balls by Hardik Pandya. Um, for the Titans, Shami took two, 2 for 20 of his 4 overs and Rakit Khan. Two for twenty-two of his four, of his four overs. Um, for the KKR, it was Tim Southie, three for twenty-four of his four. So the KKR fell short by eight runs. The RCB Royal Challengers Bangalore and Sunrisers Hyderabad is in progress at the moment. No other information about. Any other matches? Um, yes, I heard you talk about the. Let, let, let me add something, Cardinal. Let, let me just add something there because mm-hmm. Mumbai Indians went down again and at the hands of the finisher, the great finisher, MS Dhoni, earlier in the oh, week. Okay. And that was an exciting one, yes. And Dhoni came to the four, last ball finish, and <clears throat> sent them packing, I think, five streets now for the Mumbai Indians. Well, so, they, they, they've been there before, they would say. Well, they're five-time so, winners um, in the championship. Um, the Mumbai Indians, they would have won the championship. But see, see, there's a stroke of bad luck. The Indian captain cannot seem to really hold nerves in the local IPL because Kohli has never won 
the, the IPL, but you would find that Sharma, who is the captain of India now in all formats, now that he has become the captain, he's on a losing streak for Mumbai Indians. Just like Kohli, was when he was captain of the India team, and when he goes to his franchise India IPL team, he's nowhere. He's found wanting in the captaincy. So I think it's a stroke of bad luck, let me say. One other note: the Heat went down last night too to Atlanta Hawks. They were leading all the way, and the final moments, dying moments of the game, end up losing by one. So, but the Heat are still leading two-one. They were in Atlanta, so Atlanta had to save face by at least winning one. As a matter of fact, Atlanta has the best home record in the NBA, so it was no surprise that they won, but it was scary for them and for all of their fans, knowing that they hold court at home very well. But in order for them to win the Heat, now the, to, to win that series, they have to win one on the road because the Heat has the home field advantage four games at home to three games in Atlanta. So if everyone who knows uh, who will serve, the heat would come out triumphant. Um, I think <clears throat> that's it. Oh, I didn't get the Tiger Woods there. I know he, he entered um, the Masters there. I don't know where he was placed, but I haven't heard anything, but you can get all of that tomorrow. Locally, there is cricket in and around South Florida, Myanmar, at 10 o'clock, we have the sports park on the, the, the field, three and four, that's the this field out. There's going to be matches there tomorrow, starting at 10 o'clock. And there's a tournament in the park um, at the stadium, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And so, folks, if you're interested, you can go on in, into the main stadium and see some cricket in there. It's a tournament. I don't know the um, thing, but some folks are in town for tournament. Nothing of international flavor, but cricket nonetheless. I think they're having some three matches per day for the first two days and maybe wind down to maybe two on the Wednesday. So those matches start, I think, at 10 o'clock in the morning. And they're going to be on air as well. I'll, if I can... Um, they're going to be streamed. I, I know that I'm not sure of the call station at this time. We're hoping to bring some of that on the, uh, the cricket show. We'll let you know. So, if there's no more sports, Cardinal, um, you can go ahead and greet your fans, and then we'll have the birthdays and anniversaries and events that would have taken sure. place. This of course, of course. And um, let me say once again, Greetings all of the fans, supporters of the Saturday morning entertainment show, and to the special fans, the ones who keep us in line, who let us know how well we're doing, how well we're not doing, and help us to improve as we go along the way. So this morning, I'm going to go up to New York, where I'm going to say good morning to Murtris, Ina, Donna, Sharon, and Lady Dobbs. Good morning to you. I know the New York fans are going to be happy now. They've got good weather. Some say great weather. Some snow snips slipped in there at some point. Okay, that's okay. A little coolness in the heat isn't, isn't, isn't much of a thing. So they're enjoying wonderful weather. So good morning.
listening to you, all the fans up in New York, and hoping that you are enjoying this art. Plus the fact that I heard that um, COVID is going away because, you know, a lot of people are noticing. So hopefully it's going away up in New York as well so they can go out for the, un- the usual picnic and barbecue in the backyard coming up in next month for starting with the Memorial Day weekend. So I'm wishing all the fans up in New York all the best. I'm going to move on over to St. Martin. They didn't ask for permission. They suspend COVID, and they're going to have carnival over there in St. Martin. They're going to do it too in St. Thomas. Good morning to you in St. Martin, and to particularly to Irma Thompson. I haven't heard from Irma in quite a while because I know she's out there having a grand time with the pre-carnival and carnival activities. Good morning, Carlos. Hope you're keeping up as well and having a good time. It, 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 you're deserving it. After all the pressures of two years of locked-in frustration from COVID, you get out, do your thing, party, carnival, as the people in St. Martin love to do. I'm going to go on over to St. Kitts. I'm going to say good morning to Lynette. Lynette has told me they're also going to spend, spend COVID while the music festival is going to be in That's going to be inspired. So go on down to St. Kitts in, in June, I think, and enjoy a great music festival. You'll have fun. Don't mind what else is going on. You have fun. At the middle of this activity is the music festival. Take your mind off things. Take your mind off COVID. Take your mind off country. Take your mind off wild and go down to the Syncate Music Festival. Lynette will welcome you. Good morning, Lynette. I'm going to go on over to, to Nevis. I'm going to say good morning to Mr. Renford Door and his staff over there at 2020 Vision Radio. Good morning to you. And particularly to Carmen Lady C. Griffin. I'm sure they're going to be joining the front over there music festival incentive. Put all the that is going on behind you and have a ball. Okay. These people in St. Kitts are also going to be having a, a, a sort of sad event today. I think today is the burial former, former Prime Minister ambassador, and Ambassador, the Honorable Vance Amory, who passed away, uh, I think, two or three weeks ago flown home from England. His body was lying in state, and uh, there was a great tribute to him at a special special session of the Nevis Island Assembly Parliament. And I, I think it was, it was a grand affair. I mean, even people who are not supposed to speak were allowed to speak. But it was, it was, it was well done. I have to say that. So our well wishes to the family of, of Nevis and Sinkit and to the family of Mr. Vance Amory, and all condolences go out there as well. I'm going to go on across to the UK. I'm going to say good morning to Omel. Omel has not had a chance to tell us how well Chelsea is doing, but you're going to say good morning to you nevertheless. Good morning, Omel. And I'm not sure how if they suspended COVID over there in England, but they seem quite happy. England doesn't have really have a summer. It just have warm winters. 
but they're going to enjoy it because they can come on in here on the Saturday morning entertainment show and have a blast of sunshine. We've already got it here. Good morning, Omel, and to all the fans over there in the UK. I'm going to step across the channel. I'm going to say good morning to the people in Fort Lauderdale. Good morning, Marva Jones, my favorite celebrity, Tiffany, brother Malik, and sister Tanaya. Good morning to you. Have a great time with us here on the Saturday morning entertainment show. Elimat, good morning. I know, I know you're a little bit disappointed about not being able to hear about music festival and all that stuff in St. Kitts. And you're not going to be there. But we're hanging in with you, brother. Give us a call and tell us how sad or how delighted you are. You know, you know we're hanging out for you. Good morning, Elimat. King Elimat, that is. I'm going to go on to the Southwest where I'm going to say good morning to Jerome Cutner Richardson who comes to you that way. By way of Sandy Point. Good morning, Katna. And, you know, Katna is going to be listening in to all the, the cricket affairs because he's going to want to know. Oh, West Indies playing cricket? Yes, Katna. Okay. I'll leave it there. Morning, Katna. Hang a day, hang a day with us. And all the fans over there in Cutler Ridge. Let me move up to Georgia. Where I'm going to say good morning to Monique, Yvette, Barbara. Good morning to you. Hoping that you're having a great day with us. Ah, great weather here up there in Georgia, except what? For what? The pollen? Yeah, the pollen is covering everything and making everybody sneeze. Hey, you got a lot of jets around there to have you have some anti histamine to help you along the way. But right here, we've got sunshine. That helps too. And let me say good morning to my dear sister, Yvonne. Good morning, Yvonne. <clears throat> I haven't heard a funny story from you in, in a while. So right now, I'm not smiling. Uh, but I know you are. And hoping you're having a great time wherever you are. Good morning, Yvonne. And finally, I'm going to say good morning to the latest entertain, Saturday entertainment show fan, Kathleen over there in St. Thomas. Yeah, they're suspending cannibal in St. Thomas. They're suspending COVID in St. Thomas as well to make room for cannibals. So we should hear about the music and stuff in the next couple of, in the next couple of days. I think the music has started already. I haven't heard any of it, but it has started. Maybe I'm not close enough to hear, but hoping that you're having a great time over there in St. Thomas. And with that said, good morning to all fans, friends, supporters of the Tech <coughs> Show. Join us wherever you are, because we've got sunshine, and I will set a great show for you. Thank you. Thank you for that, Cardinal. And folks on standby for for birthdays, anniversaries, and events that would have taken place on this date. <clears throat> also, we're standing by for the ladies, Don and Debbie, at 10.45. But before that, I'll make an announcement because we are moving next door in May. We are moving next door. So take a note, your pens and paper, and write it down. The Saturday morning entertainment show will be moving to the 
Caribbean Global Voices. Caribbean Global Voices. And that number, get your markers and your highlighters. 563-999-3693. That's where you can reach us in the month of May. So we are winding down, folks. We're going next door. We're not really going too far from you. It's going to still be the Block Talk Radio. Slash... Caribbean Global Voices. Okay, we'll be right back with birthdays.
Vida. Go low, go low. We are going to be going low. And um, at this time, we're going to be singing a happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. A happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to from 
and picky your friends. It's also the birthday of John Cena, the WWE wrestler and actor. Um, American comedian and actor George Lopez. American actress Valerie Bertinelli. Filmmaker and author Michael Moore. And you remember him from Fahrenheit 911. Roy Orbison, six-time Grammy winner. Barry Watson, I wonder if he's related to Audrey, an American actor. Lee Majors, also an American actor, remember him from The Six Million Dollar Man, Steve Austin. Tyre Cruz, okay, let me get this right. Okay, British record producer and singer and songwriter. It's also the birthday of William Shakespeare, April 23rd, 1564. You remember, we heard a lot about him while we were in school and doing literature. We heard about the, the, the uh, mammoth works of William Shakespeare, who was born in April 23rd, 1564, and died on his birthday in 1616. That's why you call full circle, man. The 15th U.S. President James Buchanan was born on this day. Shirley Temple, an American actress and a famous 1930s child star. In 1928, you have the birthday of Chloe Kim, an American snowboarder. No, sorry. Chloe Kim, uh, an American snowboarder who won Olympic gold in 2018. Um, in 1789, President-elect George Washington moves into Franklin House in New York. You know, New York was the capital at one time. In 1851, Canada issues its first postage stamps. In 1860, the Democratic Convention in Charleston, South Carolina, was divided over slavery. Otherwise, in 1867, Queen Victoria and Napoleon III turned down plans for a tunnel. tunnel. You see how long that was in the works? We finally got it built, though. In 1920, the Turkish Grand National Assembly first meets in Ankara under the leadership of Mustafa Kemal Ataturk, denouncing the government of Sultan Mehmed VI and announces a temporary constitution. In 1921, Charles Paddock runs world record 100 meters in 10.4 seconds. In 1950, the first Major League Baseball Day game completed on the light. The Philadelphia Phillies, six. The Braves, five. In 1954, hammering Hank Aaron hits his first of his 755 home runs. In 1967, the USSR Soyuz 1 was launched and Vladimir Komarov becomes the first in-flight casualty. In 1969, Sirhan Sirhan was sentenced to death for killing Senator Robert F. Kennedy. Poor fella. Didn't even know what happened to him. Still insists that he didn't kill anybody. 
Evidence does not show he killed anybody, but he was sentenced to death. In 1978, Red Joe Morgan ends record of streak of 91 consecutive errorless, game, errorless games at second base. In 1983, Australian David Hooks scores his only test cricket century, 143 versus Sri Lanka. In 1991, West Indies cricket opening batsman Gordon Greenwich scores 226 in his final test innings at home in Bridgetown, Barbados. For West Indies to win the fourth test versus Australia by 343 runs. In 1992, McDonald's opens its first fast food restaurant in China. 1995, President Bill Clinton declares a national day of mourning for Oklahoma City after it was bombed by Timothy McVeigh and Terry Nichols. 168 people were killed. Oh. I wonder when he, I wonder when he was going to declare uh, a national day of mourning for Black Wall Street in Tulsa, right next door. Oh, anyway, he didn't, so we are worried about that. In 2003, Beijing closes all schools for two weeks because of the SARS virus. In 2003, Brian Lara scores his maiden test century in Trinidad and Tobago after 19 innings, 122 against Australia. In 2013, West Indies cricketer Chris Gale smashes 175 in the IPL, the 100 coming only in 30 balls. In 2015, Loretta Lynch is confirmed as the first African-American woman as U.S. Attorney General succeeding Eric Holder. In 2020, German Chancellor Angela Merkel warns this is not the end phase but still just the beginning that's what she said of the covid 19 pandemic okay hopefully though we are seeing the end of it and if we we're not seeing the end hey here in the caribbean we are we tune it out for a little bit so that we can have our usual fun that's it for your historical notes for today Take it. And, well, do what you want to do. Just a little info. Back to you, Ivor. Yes, we sing happy birthday to you. May all your dreams come true. Well, thank you for that, Cardinal. As we wind down and we see if the ladies um going to be with us. Um, that's Don and Debbie. They're slated to come up at 10.45. Let us see because we were absent last week. And Cardinal would have already made an apology for that. But folks, we're winding down. And like we say, we're moving next door. Come early May, first Saturday in May. So we still have another um, week to go. So
So with that, let us see if we can hear something from Miss Lynette over there in tickets. In the meantime, because you would have said late, um, His Excellency Vance Emery, he's on the island of Nevis at this time, the body, that is. And his body will be viewed, I think he'll be still lying in state, probably two days next week or something like that. Lynette might be able to bring us up to speed with that. Lynette, come on in. Hello, morning. Good morning again. Good morning. And how are you today? Oh, I'm excellent. Doing good. Doing very, very good. good for my age. Praise the Lord. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you want to bring us up to speed with what's happening in and around the neck of, neck of the woods? Yeah, in, in, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, yeah. I guess everybody has heard that, um, well, six of the elected representatives of the Unity Party has written to the Governor General, um, taking back their support from the present Prime Minister and asked in and putting their support behind the deputy, which is Sean Richards. So that letter is with the government. He, uh, the governor, he has um, sent out a letter saying that he received it and he is seeking legal advice on it. So we await what the governor general will say. In the meantime, there is a whole lot of chatter in town. We have a whole lot of, as we think in the Caribbean, climate sharing tree lawyers <laughs> giving opinions back and forth and back and forth. So a little political up and down, but I think we'll get through it. This too will pass. And all this is happening in the morning period for the former Premier Nevis and His Excellency Van Amory. But we'll get you that too. We're hopeful. Wow. <laughs> okay, so we need some confirmation. The confirmation, the he he's on Nevis now. That's my understanding. Yes, the body is in Nevis. It it was um lying in state at the government headquarters Thursday and Friday, and Friday afternoon it was taken over to Nevis. So it is in Nevis, and he will lie in state Thursday and Friday next week, and Saturday is the funeral. Okay. My understanding is that um, it was a close casket viewing in St. Kitts. I wonder if it's going to be the same on Nevis. But folks, we're still standing by for Don and Debbie in another two minutes or so. So, Lynette, we'll come back to this, but just tell us if, if it is true. Was it a close casket viewing? Yes, it was closed casket. Um, draped with a flag, yes. Here in Sinkets, I don't know what will happen in Nevis. Okay, any specific reason as to why I, I that don't would have happened? No, don't know the reason. <laughs> okay, not a problem, not a problem, not a problem. We'll get into that, we'll get Cardinal and others' opinion. So, folks, when we come back from Don and Debbie, 515 um, as a matter of fact, while Don and Debbie is on, or either one, you know, one represent the other very well, you two can ask questions or send your pledge 
515-605-9850. So without any further ado, let us go on and bring in these ladies with us. Um, we have them on queue. Oh, we have been we've come into a great song here from one of the ladies. Good morning, good morning, Don and Debbie. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. How are you? Happy uh, we, Saturday. Uh, yes, happy Saturday. As we get into your featured presentation, um, we're without Dennis this morning, so I think I'll try to do the honors. It's, that's a big shoot to fill, you know. Well, uh, you know, Don and Debbie, they're involved in a humanitarian effort over there in Antigua and Barbuda. And like I said, they're Efforts cannot be measured by what they're doing, but the thought and the deed and their physical and manual work should not go unnoticed. So with that, we'll introduce you to let the folks know what's been happening. Then. And we apologize for last week for no show. So take it away, either one of you. Um, good morning. This is um, Debbie. Um, thank you for having us on again this morning. Um, just um, thank you from all the members from Antigua and Barbuda and Scare, um, the Soup Kitchen in Antigua, the Smile Foundation, the Food Pantry, um, operated by Pastor Wendell Pete, Travis Brown, Claudina D'Souza, who represents Barbuda, Don um, Cochran, um, Curtin Cochran, Earl Francis, Tracy Henry, um, Far Right from the Place Show, Shanita, she represents the... Smile Foundation, Abina St. Louis, and um, Veronica Anthony. Um, so we just wanted to say thank you for all the listening audience that listens to us every Saturday. Um, belated Happy Easter celebrations, our res- Resurrection Week, because um, we're off last week. Um, and once again, we look for donations to Antigua and Barbuda. Um, we have one thing that been happening recently that we've had to support tremendously is um, the five victims um, from one property. We had about 43 people, and we have um, from another property, I think we have about 11 people. So we have a gentleman who has about um, nine barrels currently um, that we need to ship, so we are looking for donations in assisting in shipping those barrels. Um, So if anyone would like to assist, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, so, you know, once again, thank you for having us on every Saturday. Um, Dawn will give you the other specs that she has available. Dawn? Hi there, guys. Good morning. Um, Good thank morning, you all morning. for allowing us to be in on the radio every Saturday. We are faithfully dedicated to serving the people of our country, Antigua and Barbuda. And we would just like to let everybody know that we're still here and that we're not going anywhere and that we are continuously dedicated to helping our sisters and brothers that are in need. And we would definitely like to hear from you. My number is 785-554-5628. My email is curtain, K-I-R-T-O-N, 697 at gmail.com. And, of course, we do have Cash App for those who are interested in making a donation. You could donate as much as you want to, so don't think that you have to give us hundreds and thousands of dollars. Whatever you can afford is what we would take. 
as Debbie is saying, we have some things to ship to those organizations in Antigua, and we would love to see if you guys would be interested in helping us uh, get those down to Antigua. As you know, it's very expensive to ship, but with a lot of us coming in together, donating together, we can make it happen. And I think it's time that we sit back and take stock of everything that's going on around us, and we should reach out to help people as much as we can. And also, if you want to do something of your own to any of these foundations, all you have to do is contact Debbie and myself. We will put everything together and let you know what to do and who to send it through. So that way, you can be rest assured that we will guide you. And so with saying these things, um, Debbie, give them your phone number and email, and that way they can send something to you. And they can call us as well. Um, um, Debbie Campbell, NYC, at AOL.com. That is D-E-B-B-Y-C-A-M-P-P-E-L-L-N-Y-C, at AOL.com. Um, telephone is 845-820-6598. That's the regular or even on WhatsApp. And I'm on Facebook, all the Debbie Simon. So um, once again, John gave you the full, the full spiel as to um, to be directed as to how you can assist. Thank you, guys. Wait, did Don say she have a seven one eight number, something like that? It's seven eight five 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 four five six two eight. This is my um, business line. I do have a private number. The one I'm actually calling you on, but I would prefer for them to call me at 785-554-5628. Okay, and any time, even if you call and you need to leave a message, both Debbie and I will get back with you because Debbie is still planning a lot of different things to happen in Antigua, and so we want people to communicate with us. We would like someone on the ground to tell us what is needed in Antigua, so maybe we are in tune with them and that way we can look for whatever is needed. It takes a lot of people to form a chain to get things done for Antigua. And so we, we are in, appealing to the people that are in Florida especially that can work with us and that would be interested in having a meeting with us. We do have a WhatsApp group. And so we definitely want to include more people that are interested in helping in Antigua and Barbuda because we never know when we have to return. We never know the conditions from day to day in our lives, much less being in, a, in an island. And I'm sure there are people out there that need help, and I know there's organizations out there that's putting together. If we can just take one minute of our time to pull together and decide what's best to do to help, I think that would be even better for us because we definitely have the need. There is There are things happening that we learn about from the diaspora, and we want to be a part of it. So any organization, I don't care who they are, if they're interested in joining us, I encourage them to give us a call. I encourage them to contact the radio station, and I encourage them to speak to Mr. Uh, Leon, and he will get them to us. If you all there at the radio station have an idea for us, we would love to hear about it. So we don't want to leave out anyone. We're, we're inclusive. We just want to do the right thing and stay on the right path so that we can help our people. Because you can't help them if you, do, you can't help somebody you don't know what their needs are, right? Right. So cause we're all human beings. 
we all have a need of something in some time of our lives. I know Debbie has a good program. I know she's willing to go forth with a lot of things in Antigua, but we need other partners to come on board with us. So with me saying that, uh, if Debbie wants to add, she may go ahead and do that as well. Do know that she has sat down with me on the phone for hours and hours, and we throw things around back and forth. But we would like to hear from somebody else. We would like to hear your opinion on what else we can do to improve things in our country. We have children there that are in need of help. We have young ladies, single mothers that are in need of help. We have organizations there that maybe don't know exactly how to get things done. But I can rest assured you, if you contact myself or Debbie, we can put you in the right direction. So it's a lot of stuff that's needed. And this is not just us doing this for a few years. This is something we're going to do until God says we can't do it anymore. So let's do it. Let's show the world that Antigua and Barbuda, the diaspora, the people that are living overseas, care enough to get together and make things happen for them. Okay? Okay, Debbie? Okay, just before you go, Debbie, just now, we're going to give you guys a new number because we're going to be um, going next door next okay. month. So if you have yes. a pen and paper, you can write this number. Go ahead. I have um, pen and paper. Yes, it's 563-999-3693. So okay. 563-999-3693. Yes, okay, and this is going to be the new Blog Talk Radio phone number. Yes. Yes. And okay, well, I have it. For the folks back in Antigua, really. Yes. Yes, I, I got remind it. You, remind the ladies that our first broadcast under that number is on the first Saturday in May. Okay. Yes, well, I was going to give them the call station for those who want to access it by um, other device like the iPad. It's going to be um, the Caribbean Global Voices. It is saying blogtalkradio.com slash Caribbean Global Voices. For those like in Antigua who are just listening in. Caribbean Global Voices. Got it. Yes, and we'll okay. be continuing, you know, your humanitarian efforts. We'll do all we can do here as well. Nothing's going to change today. The number of the station. So you're free. Same way to, to um, advertise and broadcast. Not a problem. Absolutely so, wonderful. Right. So Thank Debbie you wanted all to say so something much. in closing. Thank Debbie? you so much. You guys have a good... No, I'm good. Um, thank you so much. You guys have a great Saturday. Okay. All the very best to you guys as well. Okay. Have okay. a great, great Saturday as well. Thank you. That, you are very welcome. That's Don and Debbie doing... A real great job there for the less fortunate over there in Antigua and Barbuda. And uh, they require all the assistance they can get and ideas. Now, they're not just asking for money. They're asking for ideas, and they're willing to join with others who are doing anything of that sort to help the less fortunate as well. So let us play this one here for them.
when you're up on the mountain and you've got peace of mind like you've never known nothing changed when you're down in the valley don't You're never alone For the God on the mountain Is still God in the valley When things go wrong He'll make them right And the God of the good time Is still God You talk of things When you're up on the mountain But talk comes so easy When life's at its best Now it's down in the valley Of trials and Is really put to the test for the God on the Ferry, okay. And um, I would imagine he was um, 
flanked by military personnel because it's a state. Yes, 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 yes. And all the, the members of the assembly, they were on the pay as well, from the pictures I saw. The, the, the local Nevis assembly or the federal assembly? Yes, the local one. Local, okay. They yes, yes. I've seen that on um, Facebook. Okay, very well. I would imagine this was live while it was the process was going on. Uh, I don't know, but I saw it on Facebook. I saw the pictures on Facebook. Okay. One question you don't have to answer. Do you know why there is a closed casket for... Um... <laughs> you come back again. <laughs> no, I didn't ask that question before. You, you told us it was a closed casket, but I don't know the reason for that. We don't know. I don't know. Okay, that's fair enough, fair enough. Colonel would want to make a comment and maybe ask a question or two. Anyone else? 515-605-9850. And we're going to go on to other topics as well. <coughs> Colonel. Um, Colonel, you're muted. Yeah, no, I'm here, I'm here. Yeah, I'm yeah. here. Have, what was that? Um, I don't know. Any further comments or question for Lynette concerning the late Vance Amory? Now that well, his body no, is lying in St. Nevis. Well, she pretty much cleared it up as to, as for me, you know, okay. as to, um, you know, the, the arrangements for the funeral and the viewing and all that. Okay, so... You don't have much, so I'll ask him a further question. I know he's been very popular, so I know there's no church in Nevis that's going to hold the, the people who are going to want to show their last respect. Do you know where the same There's a lot of parks in Nevis. El Camino Willet Park. Very well. Okay, good. Folks, you would have heard it here. El Camino Willet Park, that's where the late Ronaldo Morton to his celebration was held at the Alcamido Willing Park. Yeah. But you, you, you don't know that's many. That's what was said. I don't know if it changed, but that's what was said during, um, this week. Last week. Okay. That's fair enough. But up until now, you haven't seen any um, you haven't seen any featured speakers, any cricketers, any you know, he was a cricketer as well, any Anybody? Any, have you seen anything? Any laid out? Well, it's still it's still a week to go before the funeral, uh, so I guess they'll, if whoever is coming, it will come in this week, isn't it? Okay. Well, we we'll wait with 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 with, with our eyes open, our ears cocked, to see how they would lay the great man to rest. You know, he had two daughters and a wife so i sure they will play a part in preparing a state funeral as well i sure they have their wishes as well that's it for that and um you know i like to ask some further questions about the politics in st kitts <laughs> you asked the wrong person <laughs> oh well let me ask cardinal then maybe he knows yes, he's <laughs> Yes, uh, I can, I can answer you and tell you what I know. Okay. <clears throat> My understanding is that from Lynette, that 
the folks would have written to the governor and said they do not put their support not from me. You didn't, hear, you didn't see it in social media? No, you said it just now a while ago that the support has what gone behind What is social media? No, well, no, I am. So I'm taking from what oh, I'm boy. hearing here this morning. The support is now gone behind the deputy prime minister. Um, two years ago, they all, well, whether they all were behind him, but he held the second term. He started the second term two years ago. And I know for sure the deputy, Mr. Sean Richards, was there at the swearing in, at the governor, when he said, our folks are supporting the Prime Minister Harris. I don't know. Help us with the Constitution, Cardinal. After an election, we know the person that commands the majority of support of the elected members takes it to the governor, and his own deliberation would um, appoint the Prime Minister. During his term, which is five years, can a governor or anybody dismiss the prime minister other than if the prime ministership becomes vacant in terms of he resigning for debt or a motion of no confidence? Can a governor just willy-nilly, just by the stroke of a pen that some folks say, we don't support you any longer, the guy who you're putting in for two years, and we can swing it like a pendulum and just say, you know, support six And let me go further afield. Six months down the road, we don't like who we just said. And we go back to him and say, well, we don't support this one. We support this other one. Is that a measure for replacing a prime minister by just saying a full support after the initial election? If you know. Remember? I would have no idea. That that would re- that that would depend on constitutional and other legal provisions as to how the government is to be administered. How you say it? Um, I don't know. You know, since in the night in the United States, an elected president can be removed from office if if after an impeachment he's convicted. He gotta go. So and that would that would that would be a, a decision by the representatives of the people, not the people themselves. So what provisions are there what legal provisions are there for you know, the approach that they take, the procedure that they're going through, that's up to them. If there are no legal provisions, then it's dead in the water. And and, and I think I heard Lynette says this morning that the governor or the governor general is saying that, well, I'm seeking legal advice on that. So um obviously it's not it's not it's not really a cut and dried um that's fair. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, we have um, we have Leon online who wants to to weigh in on something. Leon, good morning. 
good. Pleasant good morning to you, Ivor, Cardinal, and Lynette. Good morning to you all and to the wonderful listeners as well. Just want to say oh, it was um, not a pleasant time for me this morning. I have to rush out on an emergency, but all is well. And I'm back. I just wanted to also take the opportunity to wish Iva and his team on the new creation of the Caribbean Global Voices, which will be hearing, as he said, on the 1st of May. We wish him well, and we'll do all we can to help support him in any way we can. As far as the situation is concerned, I think I, I'm looking at that. Uh, I, I want them to just transfer the Prime Minister for things over to Antigua. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so to me, from the outside, he was looking, he is looking, he's doing a good job. And on the other hand, the Antiguan government, is, uh, people are saying that Antigua Prime Minister is not doing too well. Okay. Yes, yeah, thank you for that. Um, good morning again. I'll, I'll forward you um, everything concerning the, the new station, but um, we announced it okay. and we'll do it again. We'll do, we'll do it again um, before well, the, the. Obviously, I'll make the announcement tomorrow as well, so as soon as we do that, we'll make sure yes. that all is taken care of. Yes, sir. Okay, so I know you can pick it up. Go ahead. Continue. He's taking legal advice, and um, he himself is a lawyer, but he's an eligible man. Last time I saw him, I saw two policemen by his side um, and trying to help him to what? Something, something, and he, he didn't even stay for the for the duration of the ceremony. I I think the governor is somewhere maybe past 85, maybe going maybe close to 90. I I don't know. Sometimes these guys need to just move on and go and relax and live their life. And maybe a sharper mind would have just go ahead and follow the law, follow the constitution. Then again, maybe because of the ten day morning that was was given to the um late Van Emery. Maybe some people don't want to do anything. Because I heard the Queen Council Stokumba Brown, he was on the radio, they asked him to make a comment. And he, he he said he is in mourning with, with Vance and he's going to um, probably wait it out and come back at a later date to say anything concerning So maybe that's the stance that the governor is taking, but using that he's seeking legal advice because I think the Constitution is clear. That's from my advantage point here. That the only way you're going to move that Prime Minister, by a motion of no confidence, or if he dies, or if he resigns. And as far as I know, he has, there's no vacancy. There's a there's a part in the in the in the thing that will tell you if there's a vacancy. Yes, then the governor can um, can do that. So they have to follow all the the processes. They, they, they just can't get up and say. This is my, in my humble opinion, now. I cannot see that parliamentary... Well, I will, can, I, can I ask you a question? Don't you think it's presumptuous for them to ask, give the Prime Minister a deadline? Couldn't it have been done a different way? By Wednesday? Well, I personally don't believe that 
they should be giving this point with this number. Your face. Well, Iva, there, did you hear the prominent lawyer that was on Freedom Radio yesterday? In his opinion, there are different processes that can trigger this thing. So I don't know. Uh, Iva, are you there? I'm not here. Dropped out. Okay. Now, the thing is that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. The thing is that, you know, like I was saying earlier, you there are legal provisions for this, and the fact that the, the governor general says, "Well, look, I'm going to have some some legal advice." The law is not at all always as clear as I was suggest just now. You know, um, if your understanding of it is clear, it doesn't mean that it's going to be as clear as to, to anybody else. That's why even when the, the highest law, the highest court have to make decisions on what Allah says and what it does. You have what is called dissenting opinion. Even at that level, it is not quite clear to the judges either. But they come up with something to say, well, this is what this is how it can apply from here on in. So in every judicial decision that comes down from the Supreme Court, um, they are dissenting opinions. So, you know, some of the judges are saying, no, that's not that's, that's the wrong interpretation. The, the other judges are saying, yeah, this is the, 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 the proper interpretation. So, you know, I, I, I can't say, I, I can't see how anybody could say, well, it's quite clear. It never is. And we see that time and time again. Do you know the contents of that letter that the Prime Minister write to them? I thought it was a very long, long letter. I heard some of it, but Lynette, do you know or you know Cardinal? It was yeah. He he had they um the CCM and Pam had written to him and gave him a deadline of um was it Wednesday night, twelve o'clock? Wednesday night. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so he wrote back and it was eighteen, eighteen pages they said. I did not read it, so I don't <laughs> know what's in it. Um but I guess it, they didn't like it, whatever it is, so they went they took the next the, the, the next step that they had planned, I guess, to to go to the Governor General to take back their support. <laughs> All this is new to me, so I am just <laughs> trying to follow it because it sounds very complicated to me. But I, maybe but you know, to me, you know, things like these are interesting to me exactly. They, they play out to tell us, you know, where the holes are, where we have, you know, made presumptions that we should not have made in the first place. 
You know, I think that these things, you know, work to help us to be wiser in the next step. So I don't have I don't have a problem with conflict. You know. Oh yeah, everybody like should said, learn from that. With, I don't even have a problem with confusion, but because as you work your way out of it, you come out you at the other something. end. You're supposed to come out at the other end much more informed and wiser. Exactly. Yep, I agree. So, let the struggle go on, and for, you know, the succeeding generation of politicians, hopefully they would learn from that and, and um, you know, uh, approach things a little bit differently. Now, yeah. very often we know that we don't learn from our mistakes. You know, that is why that is why Marcus Garvey says a people without a knowledge of their history are like a tree without roots. Too often we repeat the same mistakes over and over again, even within succeeding generations. Who says who would have thought who would have thought had the benefit of previous experience so that you can go forward in a stronger footing. So often that does that not, that, that not, not happen because the emphasis over the years has been to preserve the status quo. Okay. But for over the years... No, Galian, we're going to apologize... Um, oh, okay. for, for for my breakdown there, I I unplugged the wrong the wrong thing here and the juice went out the computer, so that's why I had to oh. I, I I got off. That was my doing. No no glitch or anything in the system. The battery was unplugged here for the computer. Go ahead, Ian. Yeah, as I was saying, people are saying that the the um, coalition oh, lasted long because whenever you have a joint of various parties. He seldom lasts for a lifetime. But the, the bone <laughs> of contention, as I see it, the bone of contention I see is that sufficient money has not been allocated to Nevis to run the, the various um, infrastructure, the government, etc. Mm, well, no, I'm going to tell you, Liam, this thing did not last because when the Deputy Prime Minister speak and the Foreign Minister of St. Kitts, Mr. Mark Brantley, he's speaking on that and in that premise. That's why he's speaking from a federal level. They say from in 2015 it has not worked and it started in 2015. That is documented. Mm-hmm. So they sucked mm-hmm. it up for seven years. Yes, yes. So this should be documented that these things does not work. It's three parties. Sometimes two doesn't work. You put the two of them together and they admit that it has not worked. They bear with it to fool the people for all these years. <laughs> but the thing with the Nevis thing there, that was not one of the 18 points that, that they bought. I read it. And mm-hmm. when they saying the reason to the governor, that was not sent to the governor that Nevis did not get its fair share. So something is amiss right there. But who said that? I'm sure. Who said that one? 
Who said that was supposed to be sent to the governor? But that was his talk. That's what heard Leon saying. Leon is quite right. That was all of Mark Bansley's talk yeah. about fair share for Nevis and the CBI. That was his outcry from the Nevis standpoint. That was it. Now, the other 18 points coming out of thinking. Leon said that he understood that that is the bone of contention. But obviously, yes. they, have, they have several bones of contention. Oh, okay. I should say the main, the main one. Yes, yes, several yes, things were one. laid out in the letter that went to the Governor General. Yeah. I don't right. know what's in it. Right, and, and that's not one of them. That's what I'm saying, Cardinal. Really? Prior to that, on the talk shows that's and everything. No. I thought I, I saw something like that, so they had... Yes, that was in it. Thank Okay, we have to read it again. That is why the Prime Minister addressed that in his in his 18-page long one. He did address that. Now, I'm not talking about the Prime Minister. I said what went to the Governor. Well, the reason why they're not supporting... Oh, the um, yeah, the oh. went to the Governor. Well, we don't, I don't know what went to the Governor. But um, what went to the Prime Minister, that, that was one of it. My my, my contention would be that why would we why should anybody expect three ego driven characters to create any kind of communion to serve the masses of the people? And if the people could not see that, then my conclusion is that well you 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 pick what you deserve. You know, you, 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 you pick your own, you have picked your own point. You know, because what, what we have here is, is, is a people who seem to be afraid or maybe you so some of other words to call their leaders to order. And so they're out there on the rampage. You know, now, you, you have this situation where, for years, you had this contention between the Labour Party and the People's Action Movement in St. Kitts. And, 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 and the, 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 the people in St. Kitts, you know, bounced up on, on either side and were contesting against each other. Okay. Thereby, you are endorsing the practice of people exclusion. So, when you become the one who gets excluded, then you get nothing to fall back on. Over in Nevis, you have this contention between the NRP and the CCM. The people bank up on both sides and are after each other. And so, you are endorsing a practice of people exclusion. You cannot, you cannot tell me that you're going to watch a man steal from another man and not suspect that at some point he's going to steal from you just because he gives you a piece of why he steals. You can always be back of your mind that Boy, when you get the chance, you're going to steal from me too. 
So I got to keep a close eye on me. There is no trust there. There can't be any communion. And there can't be any, any proper communication. So all of them lie, cheat, and, and do whatever it is to sustain their egotistic position. And the people roll up behind them and endorse all this. I had to tell somebody the other day that um, Mark Brantley uh, sued a woman over in Nevis when he's supposed to be representing the people of Nevis. He sued a woman in one of the constituencies in which he's, from which he's seeking support. And then don't say that his profession as a lawyer has nothing to do with his position as a representative of the people. You know, yep. I mean, how do people accept them kind of things? Yep. You know, how do people accept that? I mean, like, if the, 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 the woman that he sued on behalf of the corporation or something out of Anguilla is from my area. And I said, look, if I was around, he couldn't come to, to my district and give no speech. I would have disrupted him at every moment. He could not do that. But people accept that. So just because this person ain't my friend or, or ain't my family, and I see you do something wrong to him, I mustn't tell you that you did wrong to that person. No, it's not going to work like that. You understand? I remember, you know, when I was a little guy, I mean, I, either you must have known Sire Maynard, right? You know Sire yeah. Maynard. You remember him? Yes. Yes. He was a teacher in our school. Eugene Walwin came to our area to speak. And he got there and he disrupted Eugene Walwin's speech at every moment. You know, he gave young fellas placards to hold up and read. You know, disrupting Eugene Walwin's speech because the people of Brickhill felt that, you, and I should say the people of St. James, felt that Eugene Warren had betrayed them in the previous election. So every time Eugene Warren attempted to speak in Brookhaven, Sire would disrupt him. You understand? And, mm-hmm. and I'm asking, I'm asking, where is that fire gone? Where is that understanding gone? That you can't come to us and treat us with indignity, and then turn around and get our support. But you have a situation that the people who are endorsed, when politicians are in there, only in their own personal interest, ah. and you <laughs> don't allow them to represent you. What do you expect to come out of it? Yep. <clears throat> I will. I've, uh, Yes. I don't know if you guys have heard too that the matter to determine who will how the lands in Barbuda are to be used. In other words, over the years the Barbuda people were able to live on their land without have to pay anything now. The government is saying otherwise. They want to give people title to the land by they giving them a dollar and 
they'll be able to have possession of the land. The Barbuda people say no. So the matter has been sent to the Privy Council, and on the 3rd of May, a decision is to be made whether they retain that ownership of the land or, anti or the Antigua government will now decide that people can buy the land. That's another thing. So who appealed it to the Privy Council? The government? Oh, yes, the no, no, the, 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 the um, people in Barbuda, Barbuda, Barbuda Council, and Barbuda. they both. Because it went to the High Court, and the Supreme Court of the West Indies um, overruled the decision. It was in favor of the Barbuda people, and then yes. it went to the, Privy, the Court of West Indies Court of Appeal, and that was overruled. And now the people in Barbuda have taken it to the highest court in England. So May the 3rd, they said, is the date when the decision, when the hearing would be heard. I probably believe it would be the same time the judgment will be handed down to all. Perhaps it will be a later date, but it's, it's a big situation, and we, we don't know whether or not it's going to lead to secession or anything of that nature, but it's very, very dicey over in Barbuda. Yes. It's like the, the, Antiguan, the Antiguan government, for years the Antiguan government, have been trying to muscle the Barbuda people out of their land. The Barbuda is the only country well, in the Caribbean, huh? Yeah, well, I'm saying, oh, oh the, under the, um, the, the, the um, Baldwin Spencer administration, they had allowed the people to retain ownership or to relain, relain, retain um, occupation of their land. But, yeah, yeah, but, but I'm saying, what I'm saying is that Barbuda is the only the only region in the Caribbean that retains the formula by which the African people own land and which the indigenous peoples of North America own land. The land belongs to the people as a community. The, the Europeans mm -hmm. came over and started to think that they can own the land and their policy and as, as well as policies all over Africa had always been you can't own the land the land has to belong to the mm. people and yeah. when when anybody wants land to do something they go to the, the, the elders and they get land but it's not theirs this the land still belongs to the community you can live there as long as yeah. you want you can fish on exactly. it as long as you want but when you die, you can't pass it to your son as personal property. It goes back to the people. Barbuda yeah. has the same formula. And, and so what the Antiguan government have been trying to do over the years was to try to get Barbudas, Barbudans to relinquish that formula of owning the land as a community, as a people. Now that mm -hmm. way, you can strip and divide them and tell them, no, okay, you, you can own your land individually. Then the next thing, next thing you know, what's going to happen is that they're going to go in and attack the individual people and say, you know what? We can give you so much and so much for your land. Okay? So this is, this is, this is the trick that they're trying to pull out. We can give you so, so much, so, so much for your land. Next thing you know, Barbuda becomes like St. John. The Barbudan people yeah. no longer own Barbuda. Yeah. And we're going to be profit from that are the officials of the Antiguan government. Because, like Abstinus Tellus, like Abstinus Tellus, years ago, 
they're trying to sell all the Babuda land to white people. Well, they must now make profit. And another another thing that is happening, you are able to lease land in Barbuda. But have you known, Cardinal, in your practice that people, if you lease a piece of land, you can sublease it and lease it to somebody else without going that land with, returning to whoever, the government or the people, and then they have the right. They... The situation that is happening in Barbuda is that lands were leased originally, and then they go back, the owners of the lease, go and lease it out to someone else. Is that proper? Yeah, you can, you can sublease if your original lease has a term for subleasing. You mm-hmm. can sublease, but the, 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 the rightful owner is still the owner of the land. You're still a tenant. Or in, mm-hmm. in case of a sublease, you are a subtenant. You don't own the land. You have but property rights to, to use the land mm-hmm. and, 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 and possess the land according to the terms of the lease. The lease has some of terms. It has a beginning term or an ending term, even if the term right. is 100 years. You know, even if the term is 100 years, it has a, a, a beginning and an end. It's a contract. And you use the land according to the terms of the contract. It's like any other lease. I can lease 10 units of, 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 an, of, a, of an apartment complex and sublease those units to some to other people. You know, as long as in my contract for the original lease, I have a provision which allows me to sublease. The property does not belong to me or my subtenants. They still belong to the original landlord. Okay, but but if if, if the, the the value they can lease it sublease it to someone as above the value that they lease the profit originally for. In other words, well, they can make a profit profit from the subleasing the property. Exactly. Property. You can make a profit from the sublease. I can lease land from you, you know, mm-hmm. a, a property from you for ten dollars a month and sublease it for twenty five. As long as I pay you your ten dollars a month, I, I, I am fulfilling the terms of my contract. The twenty-five that and I can get from somebody else, no, is none of your business, huh? And it gives no course of action that the, the owner of the land can say, "Listen, I don't, I, I have to to increase the lease, the, the lease, the payment that you pay." The landowner can increase the decrease the ter- the um, the price of the contract according to the terms of the contract. If I'm leasing you for mm. for for five years at the rate of fifteen thousand per year, you can't just get up in the middle of the five years and say I want to increase. You want to increase it, okay? That would be a breach of the contract. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. You understand? I could lease mm-hmm. for you for fifteen thousand dollars a year. And then sublease it to someone else at thirty-five thousand dollars a year, you know, and make a profit okay. from that. Mm-hmm. You know, you you as a landlord, I say, boy, I should have been making the thirty-five thousand dollars a year instead of the fifteen that I'm getting from this guy. So let me raise his his, his, his rent. Now you can't. Yeah, but it, it, it depends on how the contract is written, though. If it's written that you cannot. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. Um, Increase the cost with this. 
you could only sublease if that's if that's part of the term. That's part Stipulated. of the lease. Stipulated. Yeah. Stipulated in and I, if, 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 I don't know. I don't know if you would like to just touch on the Carissa games because you know, young man out of Antigua um, won the on the seventeen hundred meters, and I don't know how it, how what how think it said. And of course, Nevis we said, but we are very proud of the young man because he was an outsider. He didn't qualify. He got a. Um, some way he was he was made to to go into the finals, and he he stunned the Jamaicans, and they were, and the camera were focused on the Jamaicans from the beginning, as if they were foregone. It was a foregone conclusion that the Jamaicans would run away with the the the, the goal. But this young man Fleming, he went in yeah, and yeah. 10.72. Now, awesome performance. You want to just say congratulations to him. Oh, what, the 100? That was, that was the 100? 100 on the 17, yes. 100 meters what? on the 17. Mm-hmm. Oh, congratulations to the young man. Didn't hear of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't have Linus heard yes, anything. congratulations. Yes, congratulations. So they think it's... Yeah, he didn't see the video. The video was immaculate. Yeah, he, he, because the minute you notice the camera was focused... Not yes. on the winner. Yes, <laughs> yes. you're correct. I watched the video a couple of times because it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, the boy who was um, who they expected to win, he was like, for real? He was like, was looking stunned. around like, this stunned. really happened? And the court had to console him, and he, he felt he had yes. the gold wrapped up in his pocket yep. before he started the mm-hmm. race. You're correct. And came from nowhere. Nowhere. And just pull it off, man. Just pull it off. So congratulations again and to all the winners across the Caribbean. But this one is really, really, really satisfying and gratifying to Antigua. They had a big motorcade, I think it was day before yesterday, and there was a large turnout. Yeah, well, Nevis is having the mini Olympics there, Lynette. Um, well, well, are they third or something next month or something, I think? It's gonna be after the the funeral for sure. Yeah, it's, that's coming up with the primary school thing. I I saw I saw something about that, and with that, the folks were on the beach practicing. Some of those school children. <laughs> this white lady decided she's gonna go on the beach and run them off the beach, saying the beach is mine. She even went as far as to lie down in the pathway of the kids them while they were practicing. On the beach. There were also reports that this woman thinks she has has the audacity to do this because she is uh what an employee or yeah, a, a contractor. The government um, con- contracted her under Premier Mark Brantley's administration working for something like $15,000 a month. Yeah, now, what is it that she's doing that for $15,000 a month that somebody in Sinkis Nevis can do? Secondly, 
I understand also somebody is coming complaining that they are not satisfied with the way Premier Brantley has handled the matter. I think he came forward some three days, three days later and said something. But, it, you understand? but didn't he say but that... Like I tell you, he... this is the same man who tells people that his role as a representative of the people has no bearing or no relationship to his role as a lawyer and suing the same people who he claimed to be representing as a, as, a, as a political leader. So what else do you think this guy wouldn't do in his own interest? Well, but, but one, of the, one of the contentions that I'm cognizant is huh? he going to be uh, one of the bone of contention is that he he should step down after the second term and he has lived up to to that that expectation. Uh, is he going to do something other than that? Yeah, that that is agreement between them. It's not mm-hmm. a constitutional requirement. As I understand, no. that a prime minister serves only two terms. I, I understand. He would stand down after two years, but he never said he was going to. No, not after two years. After two, after two terms. After two terms. But he's only he's only in the second year of a five-year term. Yeah, and they have a long time to go before that. Yeah, and they're they're putting people in, in different constituencies to run, setting on himself in the next three years or so. But somewhere along somewhere along the line, they're gonna have to have an election before the five years. So, but I don't know why are these guys afraid to call for a motion of no confidence? The same scenario that they had with Denzel Douglas, and they called for a motion of no confidence. No, they would have got into power, they passed the, the, the legislation, once a motion of no confidence has been heard, as a matter of fact, once it's been, been fired, they have three days to bring it to the parliament, and then if convicted, <laughs> this, the, the, the prime minister, if it's him, know who it's against, they got three days to vacate. So I don't know why aren't they going that route? Why are they asking the, the, the government to do their dirty work? Go in and stand up and say, I have no confidence against the prime minister. But you're going to make them look bad because they endorsed everything that that prime minister would have done for the past seven years. They are on record lauding him, even saying how it's again, how it's again. And the best, <laughs> the best prime minister, the prime mm-hmm. minister between a rock and a place, so fooling the people all the time. Well, you could um, you could you could line this up to a marriage. They go in the church and in front of God and man, they said, "Yes, we still get those parts." And the next week, they divorce. So, why is the story? <laughs> well, I don't think that government should be so simple, man. I mean, okay. I'm asking you again, Lynette. What are the people saying? The people in are the people fed up with the prime minister? I told the prime you minister? people have a whole lot of different opinions. When you listen to radio, you got the real lawyers saying one thing, 
the tamarind tree lawyer saying something else and the clamoring tree lawyer saying something else. So I don't know. What does the Constitution say? I know it's up for interpretation. Okay. It's up for interpretation. Well, all I can say, if the people are not appraising, I don't see these seven MPs can trump the people. The people have the final say. That's what I So do. who is going to what kind of rise are we going to have? People don't know, people will take mm. so we'll have like a three way war or something. Because you have people on that side, PLP side, people on the PAM side and people on the CCM side and people on the NRP side and people on the Labour side. So who is going to do the wine? I don't know. That's what we're asking you. Okay, all right. So everybody <laughs> come up war against it. Suppose that everybody just them. start trying stones at each other. It doesn't have to everybody be stones. Gonna be, everybody gonna be be, be warring. You you gonna end up like the Europeans. What if a scenario plays out like this, where the Harish faction supersedes everybody and say Harish will stay, and a minority is saying Harish must go, following these guys, and they decide they storm in this, the, the, the street and Harish not coming out of the office. What can these guys do? I don't know. It's complicated. No, it's not. It's it not complicated. Be. It shouldn't it's, be. It's, 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 it's what the kitchens should do to look at us as kitchens and divisions and say, how did we come to make this mess? Now let's clean it up. But you don't want to have anybody say that. Neither the electorate nor the elected officials are recognizing the, the morass that they have created that they call social administration. It's an entire mess. And, and, and nobody, nobody is innocent in all this. Agree. Well, it's time for them to go. I think it's time for a new government. Well, some people are saying it's better if we go back to the polls. I don't know if that will help. All I know is that we need our economy to be back up and running. That's all I care about. Nothing else. Do you have food in your shelves? Do you have food on the shelves? Before we close out. No, our economy is at a low. What about food, Lennon? What about food, Lennon? Do you have food on the shelves down here? Some of the supermarkets are having up the shipping problem. So they... Two of the supermarkets put out um they put out uh, releases saying that um, they apologize for the inconvenience, but it's all because of the shipping. Some are saying that we will have stuff next the twenty fifth and the twenty eighth. There is one supermarket that um doesn't seem to have that problem mm. because they are pretty stuck. So how about gas? How about gas prices? Oh, gas is high. It's, um, the last time I checked was 18 what? something a gallon. Well, well, I, I think not bad then. They're $15. $15 well, well, we have one company that's 15 and one company that's mm. 18. Delta thing was 15. Let's see. Let's find out. Okay. Time, so Connor, you say you have another topic? Because we have another, say, 30 minutes or so. We, we, we got on yeah. that late. Good news. 
Remember Pamela Moses, the lady who was convicted and sentenced to six years in jail for illegally registering to vote. Mm-hmm. After the state registration ma- machinery, machinery had said, yeah, you are ele- eligible to vote. Now, they found that, you know, the conviction was improper. They drafted it. They, they reversed it. And the Attorney General says he's not going to, he's, he's dropping the charges. Mm-hmm. So, he spent 82 days in jail. So, I remember she went to jail sometime in January. So, um, that's good news for the young lady. Now, Judge Kennedy mm-hmm. and Adler took the United States to, to go clean up the app and stop this voter suppression thing when this voting is this greatest gift that you can have. So far for that. So they didn't, they didn't realize they mentioned mention vote before they convicted her. They didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Would, would she be compensated for, for imprisonment? The time spent? Oh. Would she be compensated for her being uh, sent to prison? Wrongfully? Well, she can try to somebody. Whether or not she be compensated is a different story. Well, the military comes to for anything. Part of, part of her life, uh, part of her life were ta- was taken away from her. She was restricted. But nevertheless, it's she's free. So, it's been it's been practically normalized that black people spend thirty, forty years in jail when they never even got close to the scene of the crime. But we were never, never compensated anyway. Some people have been compensated. You can't compensate everybody are going to be. Everybody should be. But not everybody who will be. In some states... I Yes. In some states, the judge, the court can give you a judgment, but the legislature has to approve it. And all the legislature has to do is just sit there and do nothing. You don't get compensated. You got your judgment, but you get compensated. Ima, I, I sent you the, the the video with the young chap running. Okay, I look at it. Wait, wait, Thank wait, you. With, with the Fleming. Mm-hmm. Ima, another question. The royal family, the royal um, fam, the queen's, the queen's um, son and his wife, is she coming to to think it's maybe? Not she coming no. on Monday to Antigua. No? No, no. no. 
And like thing, I, I see it more like Dell. You know, that young woman had to sit there and soak it all like that. <laughs> yeah. You understand? Because the bench yeah. that came from the so-called representatives of the people, and I can call mm. the name, Tom Cotton, Josh Harley, um, Marsha Blackburn, you name? Mm. Um, Lindsey Graham. You know, the stench that came from them and trying to say they are participation in, participating in the interrogation of a potential Supreme Court justice. Mm. Man, it, 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 it was overwhelming. You know? Like I said, she had to sit there like brownies and soak all of that. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> I, I, I do not see I do not see that this kind of thing is worth it. But here's the clinch. These people know that they can do this. Understand what, what people are, 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 are not thinking. These people know that they can do this because there are enough people in their constituencies to elect them back to office. So it's not just those individuals, but there's a mass of people out there that support them. And if that is not frightening to know what you deal with, you know, I, I don't know what, what else to call it. Because it, it is, a, it is a, a notice to our people that you are working within an atmosphere of terrorism that is ready to orchestrate, to be orchestrated against you at any moment in your life. It could be even just by stepping out of your front door. So all of these other things that have been happening around, this is, a, like, is what you call the icing on the cake. You know, it's not about the guy Green over in North Carolina or Sandra Bland or, or Philando Castile or George Floyd or Eric Garner as individuals. It is a campaign of terrorism and contempt that is directed against every single one of us. Because if you could be so openly directed to a woman, they agree she's qualified. They agree that she's intelligent. They agree that she is, you know, she has a sense of humanity. But we don't want you here. That's what I mean. Graham, use those words. But I'm afraid. I have to say no. Well, the woman is everything. And at the end, he said, I'm afraid I'm going to have to say no. 
um, no nomination. I'm like, wow. Let's let's bring it here a little bit so that um, we can uh, maybe play something here. Since it's in our TV, let's see if I'm going to start it. Thank you. 
years of slavery and colonialist domination. We are now politically free in an independent nation. The dreams of our forefathers have finally come through. And the battle that they have fought are now benefiting me and you. So that none will feel their 
Friends, it's another nice show. I enjoyed the portion that I, I was able to participate in. And I hope the other folks who were on and the listeners have done the same. Just want to just take this time out again to wish the Caribbean Global Voices all the best. And of course, the support will be coming full force from the cricket show, which is always going to be there to assist in any way we can and make it come through. Uh, with that said, have a wonderful day and the rest of the evening. And hopefully, most of you can join us tomorrow. We'd be grateful to hear your voice and have a blessed day. Thank you, Iva and Cardinal and Lynette and all the others. Merch yes, is done with us. Any special for tomorrow? Yeah, Lynette, any special um, guest or anything? Oh, yeah, we are hoping to hear from a guest out of California. He's going to be bringing updates on the tournament that is ongoing. Just don't have the name at the tip of my head. Uh, But, uh, yes, we're going to have a guest around about 7 o'clock, and he'll tell us all that is happening over there in California, live cricket action taking place. So we'll be able to do that in a little while when we get the details. We're still working on it. Yes, I'm sure Pollard is going to be a, a high talking to at some stage. Oh, yes. 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 Well, and the captaincy, and the, we, we're going to spend some time as well with the, what has happened over in England with the appointment of Rob Key as the manager, and we are hoping to see who is going to be the coach, the head coach, and eventually, who is going to be the captain as well of England? There are some names that are put up. Stokes is, I think, the front runner, but chances are, uh, heard some other names that have come up, and you never know what will happen in English cricket. I hope Otis Gibson will get a knock in some way, because he has served England well. Well, Broad, you know, comes to mind, so I think that Broad... Yeah, Broad, yeah, Broad, yeah, Broad is one of the names that is right up top, so... okay. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Okay. Well, Lynette, you're passing shots, you're passing words, and Austin Kitson Nevis as well. Okay, um, I just want to say, um... I would like everybody around the Caribbean and the world to offer up some prayers for my country. We um, <laughs> We're a little turmoil right now, but we'll get through that. We're strong and resilient people. Um, we are customer going on and coming back out better on the other side. So I pray. The show was good. I enjoyed it. We missed the show last week. I say hello to Kathleen down in St. Thomas. <laughs> She's kind of shy not to come on, but we'll see. And we say congratulations to Global Caribbean Global Voices, and we give you all the best. Yes, we thank you for that. Um, and while you're here, we want to say a big thank you again to Aman for correcting the the um the mishap and mistake that we made about the tutorial for Mr. Vance Amory, our newest. Kathleen, newest um, listener who says she likes the gospel, especially the inspirational section, 
We want to say good morning to her as well. So good morning, good morning, Kathleen. Lena, say you're shy to come on, say you're just in the background. <laughs> so apparently she knows something that we don't know. But anyway, you've been, you've been exposed. <laughs> Cardinal, you're passing shot. Yes, I've, uh, well, what can we say? The, what's it called? What are they doing over there in the Ukraine? They're having a, having a war? Somebody said some years ago, what if they invited you, they send you an invitation for a war, and nobody came? Right? Everybody is trying to show up for this war. But anyway, we can comment on it, but over here on the Saturday morning entertainment show, we just like to have we just like to have peace while we say our peace. So that was my joy in doing this. I enjoy doing it today as well, and I'm gonna be with you on the next broadcast of the Saturday morning entertainment show. And bear in mind that, as Iva said earlier, we're going to be moving to a new home. And the Caribbean Global Voices, the Black Talk Radio dot com forward slash Caribbean Global Voices. And our phone number is what? Let me get this right. 563-999-3693. That's where we would like to meet you from the first Saturday in May. And I think that's what, May 6th or May 7th? The first Saturday in May contact us at that point. So we're going to be here with you for one more broadcast. And then after that, you'd meet us at the new platform at Caribbean Global Voices. I'd love to see you there. But for now, and until then, until next week, I'm going to say have a great week. All right, loving memory of Mr. Amory. Like a comet blazing across the evening sky Gone too soon Like a rainbow sailing in the twinkling of an eye Gone too 
enjoy the show this morning and uh, you know all the other mornings Saturday morning and we'll be tuning in tomorrow afternoon tomorrow evening on the Sunday evening show 6 to 9 p.m. so come on come on tell your neighbor we are on 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Sunday so on that note I have bid you farewell so long until not goodbye. Talk to you tomorrow. Well, that's the last word, folks. Make the rest of the day be the best of your day. Ta-da.